I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And today we are reviewing the Thrustmaster eSwap Pro Controller. It's a big thank you to the team over at Turn Left Distribution for sending this my way. Uh, now, we've had this uh, here at uh, the Pop Culturist room uh, for the better part of a month. It came just before Christmas, and I've been using it pretty much exclusively from now until then. So, Thrustmaster is a company that has been around for the longest time. They specialized primarily in sort of flight sim controllers and steering wheels and all those modular additional extra things so what they've done is they've then brought that modular plan and that's a sort of slightly adaptable over to the controller market so with these the e-swap as the name suggests is all about swappable components now it's not in there that's a book and some silica gel trolls over here this is the controller right here. So as I said, the big novelty of it is the interchangeable parts and how swappable it all is. So with the controller, it does have the beautiful tactile clicky buttons that we saw from the likes of the Razer Raiju. Uh, it is also present on the L1 and R1. Uh, you have a smaller touchpad, which is rad, and then the interchangeable thumbsticks, as well as the D-pad. So depending on how you like to play, whether it be uh, uh, symmetrical or asymmetrical, the controller allows it, which is kind of its big selling point. It is chunkier than your standard DualShock with the uh, palm rest or the tails, as I call them incorrectly. Uh, they sit, they, they're a bit longer. So personally, I like them. They sit well in my hand. They sit kind of lower in the palm, allowing me to get a stronger grip. Uh, it does have the additional pro buttons on the back. It's got four mappable buttons. Uh, now these are Compared to, once again, like the Raiju or a Scuff Max, which I know you've used in the yeah. past, uh, this this is a single-finger design. So rather than four paddles, which you could use by, say, two fingers, this is all... It feels like it's designed to have one finger do all the work. So one finger to hit two buttons. Maybe not at the same time, although you could do so. Um, it's more of, the, more of the way. It does have inbuilt uh, profiles. So you can have upwards of two. And through the software on the PC, every button is completely remappable, which is awesome. So my, my first question is, with, with such a customizable controller that can be programmed and remapped, you stated that it has a PC program. Does that mean every time I want to remap my controllers, do I need to plug it into a... Yes. that In short, yes. So you, you, if you do want to, to remap it all, you plug it into your okay. PC, do it. Um, the two profiles kind of alleviate some of that, but unlike the Raiju, which you can use uh, using an app on your phone and uh, just the, Bluetoothing this, it. And the Scuff has its own... You literally program everything through the controller. It has its own... Magnet. Like an RMF magnet yep. thing. Um, yeah, so that that's not supported here because uh, this doesn't even have bluetooth if so there is no app it is a hundred percent wired um okay. which is it's just interesting decision but it's to go more in line with the the esport the esports market that they're trying to approach yeah so by the by having it corded or having it uh, cabled you will have less input lag and then presumably a better gameplay experience so personally i prefer having my controllers wireless mm-hmm Having cables tends to limit your playstyle a little bit, depending on where you are, when you where you're sitting, whatnot. Cables just make things messier. It's harder. Uh, which I, I which I completely agree with. So when I took this out of the box, I was like, "Oh, rad! It won't turn on. Why won't <laughs> it turn on?" I'm like, "Uh, okay." But yeah, so thankfully the cable that they do bring with you is a nicely braided cable. It's reasonably long. 
Um, I don't know how long that is. It's probably like about two point eight, about two ish meters. Well, it's my, oh shit, sorry, dude. Mike, from my couch to my TV in my lounge is about three meters, and it makes pretty much the distance. Now I do have to sit forward on the couch, and it does obviously have to extend across my lounge. That's probably the biggest downside. I mean, it does make sense from like you said earlier. The the it's aimed at pro play. So input lag is definitely a big thing and you would want your controller cabled for that instance. Yeah, and at the two ninety nine price point, um I like I do the people who are spending this kind of money want that that late yeah. that, that remove latency. However, for the average consumer, like I myself am not a pro player nor have I ever tried to be, the idea of of a big cable is actually quite bad. I think if they were to have it, you know, have both, but obviously preferably wires the way to go so it'll be a safest bet to sort of meet both markets however they have unapologetically focused on the pro players you also mentioned that all your your front facing uh, sticks and directional pad is completely customizable how difficult is it to swap them very easy so what it does so the, the the in the in the uh in the box itself it doesn't come with any additional replaceable parts but it comes with uh, a little bag for so when you take it to your pro gamer events and it comes with this little screwdriver now uh, it's not proprietary it is a standard small phillips head like there's nothing too crazy about it there is a little t little t-bar on the top uh and that's you so you just simply chuck it in your d-pad leverage it out and that's that's your d-pad out and then you just straight up pull it out and there it is oh wow it's that easy so the best thing about it is compared to the likes of the Astro C40, where you have to remove the faceplate, screw everything in and put it back in. Um, there is that concern. Now it, it is using some reasonably powerful magnets. So if you wanted to put in, it just clicks back in. It's, re it's really straightforward. It allows you to do it on the fly. Um, I've had no issues with even changing it mid game. Okay. Um, it seems to, to do exactly what it needs to do, 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 do. And it does allow for multiple configurations. There are a uh, different, uh, color packs or uh, additional button packs. So I went and picked up myself the the silver color pack because without any additional parts coming in the box, I was like, well, I need if I want to review this properly, I need to get some additional parts. I need to see how this all works. And there, there are other ones. There's a yellow one. There's also a, a, a fighter pack for those that play more fighting games where they remove this the right analog stick and replace it with two buttons so that way you get six uh, six total front yep. face buttons that makes sense. awesome absolutely amazing just the technology to be able to register that as two button presses then the thumbstick that's that's pretty pretty brilliant yeah that's that's fantastic especially for uh fighting game players Having six face buttons is generally the way to go. The the pack itself comes with yeah additional thumbsticks, uh, new side panels which uh, you know they fell out, but you can just kind of clip them off with magnets as well. So it's it's very easy to change. Now in terms of the things that I did, so I I found that the uh, triggers were a little too flat. There's not quite enough curve on the bottom of them for me personally. So I felt my finger kept coming off the end. So when I did buy this pack, the first thing I did was replace it with the elongated triggers. Yep. So that would give me a little bit more of a finger room. Because other than that, the controller feels great in my hand. Like, I love it. I love how it feels. The chunkiness is brilliant. As we chat right now, I'm just going to change the thumbsticks. Well, I'll Sorry, keep, the thumbsticks, the, um, the triggers. I'll keep shooting questions at you. Yeah, man. So, as you as you mentioned before, before you likened this controller to the pro controllers of, like, the, Ra the Razer Raiju, the Scuffs. I've noticed that this, as, as you pointed out earlier, this has four buttons on the back plate as opposed to paddles. Correct. 
Now, do you ha- you've used controls with paddles before? I have. I've and used you've... the scuff similar to yourself. Oh no! Yeah, um, and you've preferred these buttons over the paddles, correct? That is correct. Um, so why is that? Uh, I I find the paddles take a bit more room, which is, I think allows a lot more accidental button presses for me personally. Because how I like to hold the controller, I uh, I use sort of my ring finger and my middle finger as my anchor points. Yep. Where the paddles require you to use your pinky and your ring finger as the base. So you hold it. It forces you to hold the controller lower in the grip. Um, I found that difficult for me to to actively use those buttons because it, it forced me to... Granted, over time, I'm sure I could learn how to grip the controller differently. Yeah. Um, but that's the biggest hindrance for me is that I, I feel I have less grip on the controller itself so the additional buttons serve no purpose if i can't get the controller in my hand fair enough i mean i i personally use the scuff um i find that the paddles are really good for the way that i hold the controller my hands are obviously a little bit smaller than yours um so i do i do they the paddles rest quite nicely on my ring fingers uh, i did i did take out the extra paddles i find that four paddles was too much and i just i dropped it back down to the two um, that is certainly true. So even with the with the likes of the Razer, the Razer Raiju, uh, and I, I two, two seems like enough. Um, I found myself only ever using two paddle, like two bu- extra buttons anyway. Yep. So I, I understand why you would move down to the two. And I guess the difference here is because it's just where they laid out. So with the Raiju, the two extra buttons were at the top, sort of in between um, the cable and the uh, shoulder buttons where this has all four on the back. They are smaller buttons compared to once again like likes the Raiju, which is two big buttons right in the in the middle part yep. here. The issue with that is that was where my anchor point was, so I had to change how I held my controller, which I, I personally found a bit frustrating. Uh, in the box as well, the uh, the thumbsticks are actually longer as well, which I've, I've come to learn I really like. So with this controller being always cabled have you found that it makes difficulties using uh certain headsets because i know some headsets need to be plugged into the controller and i know when they're cabled they can sometimes cause interference with headsets have you uh i myself the headphones that i use during play are a uh, a pair of uh, audio technica uh, m50x's um with a audio technica mod mic um, so because I'm not using Bluetooth or anything, I never seem to have a problem. Okay. Um, however, uh, using it in, on this controller, cause it, it, it does come down to a little, like a little double adapter. And I found that depending on where it's sat, it would sometimes be a bit of static and it wouldn't be as clean or crystal as I want. Now you and I played some online games together semi recently. Have you heard any, like any crackling, any dropouts? No, not, that, not that I've noticed. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's just more of like wear position. So I'm not quite sure whether that's the jack itself, but saying that I've never had that issue with standard controller. Oh, and I should mention as well on the thumbsticks, you can just scroll them off. So they they can place them with a you know concave or a convex one depending on what what you want. So it is pretty customizable to whatever it is or how you want to play. As I said, like I completely changed it to exactly how I want to use it, or while having this conversation. So, how does the price compare to the other pro pro style controllers? It is a bit. It is very high. This is two ninety nine ninety five, I believe, um, from like JB and EB Games, uh, and the mod packs are well about seventy nine ninety five. So, I think it's a little bit high 
for the average person. I mean, yeah, yeah, Astro C40s are about 390 Yeah, the big memory. difference with the, yeah, the Astros are even expensive again for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. And because even their, their quote unquote modular design is way more restricted compared to this. Yeah. But with the, you know, the Raiju as an example, like the Ultimate Edition is still within that $300 mark. So it is kind of cheaper. It's a bit more cost effective. But I think the idea is because you then have to buy modular parts they probably shrunk down some of the base costs in order to allow for people to be more inclined to buy the mod packs. Yeah. If, if it is on sale, certainly. But I think at that price, it is maybe just a little bit out of the standard user price. So is the standard inbox controller always standard black or do they have color variants or is that just in the modular packs that you can... The standard box will always be black. Okay. So yeah, you can buy the silver one, there's a yellow one. Uh, allegedly, there's like more in, in the works. But um, the one thing that I... The issue that I had is I, when this controller came, I'm like, cool, I want to do my due diligence. I want to get a mod pack. So I looked on EB Games. I looked on JB Hi-Fi. None of them had them locally, according to the website. Okay. And then I went to JB and then it had two on like a bottom shelf somewhere. So the problem is like, if you buy this controller, you're going to have a rough time getting those additional parts. Except for buying direct. And I think that that itself could be a, something to you know de-incentivize you to want to pick one up. Because like the the mod the module like the modular design of it only works if you have those additional parts. Yeah. The second you don't have those parts, it kind of loses its oomph. Like granted, you can still move the sticks around however you need, but there is only so much. Additionally, with the speaking of them back, go back to that modular nat nature. So with my day job working as vid with video games in, the, in like a disability space, um, one of that we have uh, some clients that don't have full control, full access to their their movement. Uh, so this could actually be of a benefit. So if someone that may only able to use one hand, it'd be easy for them to have two thumbsticks on the left hand side and sort of be able to control both their forward direction and their and their vision movement all with one hand while reaching over and touching the. Uh, the face buttons at the same time that itself would be is a massive improvement whether it's 300 dollars worth of improvement for for someone with, with with those challenges it's a little bit different so now you've got it in your hands max give us some of your impressions as we sit here at the table uh for me personally it's it's a little bit too big mm -hmm. granted i have really small hands yeah i, I got do got bigger hands I got, I got i got real small hands to the point where i i would struggle to hit some of the back buttons um personally uh, the the original triggers would have been good for me. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy um, the the smaller, flatter triggers. Uh, the most the uh, the biggest thing, the biggest draw to, for me on this controller is definitely uh, the removable sticks. I much prefer the offset. So ha having something like that. Uh, would be greatly beneficial. It's because it's, be, it's been great to be able to move it around depending on what I'm playing. So because yeah. it, it is it is pretty unanimous that like, the best way to play a shooter is asymmetrical. So every time I'm playing a shooter, bam, that that boy gets moved to the top. But then you bring back down back back to that uh, symmetrical whenever I'm playing my standard games. The tactile buttons are such a good improvement. Oh on the yeah, controller. all controllers should have tactile buttons. Like yeah. my my scuff doesn't. Uh, and it's so frustrating when a button gets stuck or um, you, you feel like you're not getting presses when you should be. But when you when you hear that click, you know that it's... Because even if you've got headphones on, you may not hear the click, but you feel yeah, the you click. Yeah, you can feel it. That, that tactile addition really helps you ensure that everything is landing. So especially when you're using fi like fighting games, as an example, and you're trying to nail those combos, you don't want to be questioning whether you've hit square three times. Mm. You, know, you want to you know that you've done it because you can feel it. 
It's got a nice weight just to it. It is. It is hefty. It is. I it, like the it, chunk it, of my controller. You know, but you know, durable. It's good. All the all the all the pieces individually seem very very well put together. Mm. Especially if you're going to be interchanging them constantly, you want to ha- you want to make sure that they're, you know, that they're not um, they're not too they're not so small that you will lose them easily, but they're not so cumbersome that they're not hard to to take with you if you if you want to change them on the go. Yeah, because I think the only one that could be an addition of losing parts would be the screws into the uh, the the triggers. However, being not proprietary, unlike the C40, which I believe is proprietary, um, you can just simply go into the hardware shop and buy small screws that would do the exact same job. And then just give me standard Phillips head, no no questions asked. To wrap up all my thoughts, would I recommend this controller? Like, hell yeah, I would. Mm. Um, There are some caveats to that, of course. A, you need to be close enough to your television to, or your console, sorry, to uh, have it work wired. um, Because that that is a very big disadvantage for many. It, it initially was an issue for me. Like if the if the cord was say thirty centimeters longer, I would have less of an issue with it. But like that's fine. The swappable stuff is brilliant. It really adds a nice dynamic to how you play using this controller. So say if you were a pro level fighting, you know, fighting game player, you blow out that D pad so fast. You blow out the D-pad rather than spending X amount of dollars and buying a new con- a new controller. You just swap out the D-pad, and it's back in and it's working and it's fine. So in terms of vigorous use, that's going to have an advantage there. But with the price point of two ninety nine for the standard consumer, not having Bluetooth, not it's it is difficult to justify that price. But if you're going in wanting a pro controller, you're kind of knowing what you're looking for and being able to adapt this to exactly how I want to play. That alone is a more incentive than your scuff, than your razor, than your Astro. Mm. I mean that as in, what most controller companies have been doing is they have been trying to very, or they've been trying to niche their controller. They're like, here's what it is. It only works in this one setup, and we've designed it for this type of gameplay or this type of player. Yeah. Where here it is adaptable enough to be able to fit amongst many different players, and I I think that would be a. a, a staggeringly more advantageous for like say an esports team where you're like okay we've all got the same controller you map it how you want to do it, whatever and, and it works but no i absolutely love it. It, it it is certainly great so big thank you once again to for turn left distribution for providing the review unit for us it has and will become my daily driver it just fits better in my hand i like it yeah the it's heavy controls are quite small they are very small like grant is not ps3 small like man I, if i don't put that ps3 controller in my hand I'm like oh how do I play on this for so long? And then you peg it because it's so light and broken. Oh, it's horrible. But anyway, that is the Thrustmaster eSwap Pro Controller. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know in the in the, the comments below. I will answer all of them. If you like what we did here, please sure to like, subscribe, and all those other uh, YouTube-related things. But until we review something else, or we do one of our shows, like for the players, the PlayStation Pop, uh, Pop Cultures PlayStation Podcast, uh, we'll see you until then. So I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. That was the Thrustmaster Eswap Pro. See ya.